a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Lloyd Matheson. Be Ready Utah. You know, KSL is partnering all year on emergency preparedness with Be Ready Utah to bring you important information. And as always, we're very grateful to have joining us on the line, Wade Matthews, who's the public information officer for the Utah Department of Public Safety and Division of Emergency Management. Wade, thanks for jumping on today. Yeah, my pleasure. As we continue to kind of go down all the different scenarios in terms of things that we do need to be ready for, uh, one that we often don't talk about, a lot of people don't even like to think about, is uh, is dealing with bioterrorism. Uh, what does that look like from kind of that preemptive thing? What should we be thinking about uh, when it comes to being prepared for that kind of tragedy? Yeah, a, a biological threat basically is an infectious disease that has the potential to spread and cause an outbreak. So we've all just lived through one. It wasn't necessarily biological threat. We, we all just lived through a similar situation with the pandemic. You know, and so I think what people have to think about is how did they get through that? What did they do, especially in the early time frame when there was a lot of um, social isolation and not going to the store, staying home? You know, did they have the supplies that they needed long term to just sit at home and uh, ride it out? Yeah, I think that's uh, something we often don't think about that uh, in that kind of thing, whether it's a bioterrorism or just a, an outbreak, a pandemic. That just doing some of those basic things that uh, you've been stressing to us all year in terms of emergency uh, kits, some uh, some things on hand. Uh, what what is it that we should include in that? Uh, things like immunization and and things like that that we should be thinking about. Yeah, you know there are a lot of different um, uh, types of biological threats. You know, including things like botulism, um, anthrax, plague, smallpox, tularemia viral hemorrhagic fevers, some of those might have uh, a, um, a vaccination for them. Smallpox, obviously, is one example. And, and if there's a vaccine available, that's, the, you know, that's a, a way to prepare for that. That's a way to be a survivor if we are faced with a, a biological threat of one of those types. If you, if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Um, secondly, you know, as I mentioned, think about do you have the supplies that you need at home? Do you have, again, masks? Do you have hand sanitizer? Things like that that will help protect you uh, if you have to go out into the public or out into areas where the biological threat may be existing. Otherwise, if you can stay home, stay home. That means you know, a lot of medications, first aid supplies, and definitely food and water storage. Yeah, one that uh, kind of caught my attention that, again, I, I know I hadn't really thought about was just in terms of uh, making sure that you, the filter system within your house is uh, is functioning in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a good thing to keep in mind. Something to consider too, though. It, you know, if it's if it is dangerous and if there is a threat outside, if you are ordered to uh, shelter in place, for example, 
you may want to be closing your doors and windows and turning off your air handling system so it's not drawing in contaminated air as well. So that's that's also part of the protective action for sheltering or sheltering in place, which could be applied to a biological threat, would be to turn those thing, those air handling systems off, your furnaces and air conditioners, so that they are not drawing in contaminated air. Uh, perfect. And, uh, and so let's kind of go through a scenario. Let's say it is a, an anthrax or, or something like that. Uh, what are the things that we need to be doing? Obviously, uh, you know, keeping a, a radio or TV on to, uh, to get some of that information as it comes. What are some of the early things that uh, you should be thinking about for yourself, for your family, and those you care about? Yeah, ha- having, again, a basic family disaster plan would be a, definitely an early step, and, and that applies to all hazards. You know, and in, in that is the communications uh, section. You know, how are you going to communicate with your family if you're faced with any of these threats, you know, uh, if you're separated at the time that the threat occurs, how will you be reunited? Um, do you have an out-of-state telephone contact? Do you have meeting places? And uh, hopefully you'll be able to get back home, where, you know, where you have your supplies, where you're comfortable, and, you know, you can be together as a family. Otherwise, have an alternative plan of someplace else to go. Uh, you know, the wise thing would be outside of the danger area, if at all possible. You know, the, you know, when we know that there's a, a, a threat or a danger uh, approaching us or where we're at, the best thing to do is get out of the area, get out of the way. You know, so those, you know, have those basic elements of a family disaster plan in place, first of all. And again, start thinking about food and water storage if you haven't already, because, you know, if, we're, if we have to stay home to avoid overcrowding, you know, trying to not, you know, be be into big crowds, uh, you know, where these types of things are spreading, you're going to need food and water storage. And just, you know, basic medications, um, over-the-counter medications, your prescriptions, make sure those are up to date and filled and have those things on hand for long term as well. Uh, okay. And, and then let's just uh, real quickly, uh, let's say that it's the unfortunate thing and you are exposed uh, to to something like that, uh, what what are the the first things we need to do in that kind of situation? Uh, you're going to seek medical help as much as possible. You know that's that's pretty much your only recourse is to seek medical help. There's not a lot that you can do at home to treat yourself if you've been exposed to a biological hazard. Um, notify the authorities and. Uh, Follow the instructions that they they provide to you, in, you know, to help overcome that. All right. And uh, anything else that we should be thinking about uh, uh, just kind of as, as that extends out? Any other uh, ideas or tips that we should be thinking about? Uh, you know, have, being healthy in the first place is a good defense against this type of thing. Staying healthy, eating nutritiously, balanced foods, exercising. As I mentioned, get your vaccinations. Try to avoid overcrowding. Um, be educated about these things. Information, knowledge is power. You know, educate yourselves about these things. And then be aware. Just monitor the news. Stay, stay alert and aware of just kind of what's going on around us in the world. And, that'll, you know, that knowledge also helps us be prepared if we are actually faced with those types of threats. Yeah, that's absolutely right. As we always say, opportunity favors the prepared, even if it's uh, being prepared for a, a, a suboptimal experience or situation. We have to be ready uh, so that we can do the right things and keep ourselves safe, our families, and uh, be able to contribute in the community there as well. Again, Wade Matthews, uh, Wade, always appreciate your perspective on this. Wade is the Be Ready Utah Program Manager. He's also the Public Information Officer for the Utah Department of Public Safety's Division of Emergency Management. Uh, Wade, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. 
You've been listening to KSL's Emergencies Preparedness Series, Be Ready Utah. Have questions about emergency preparedness and not sure where to start? Find the answers at beready.utah.gov. We're going to step aside for one last commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Much more on KSL News Radio's Inside Sources. I have some final thoughts for you today. Stick around. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.